0: we always look forward to that week because it was always intense.
1: The man, the myth, the legend, Dante Hall. My, my, my favorite player growing up was Dante Hall. I love you guys, still, but Dante was my guy. Get to dashing because you done on the war feet. This episode of Chief Concerns is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from NFL playoffs to pro and college basketball, UFC, MMA, and much more. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at BetOnline. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. Bet online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code Believe. that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Chief Concerns. I'm Marcus Dash here with legendary Chiefs tight end. Jason Dunn, it's our first episode of the offseason, so I, I think everyone's kind of calmed down a little bit after, you know, the Super Bowl high. I think we're kind of relaxed, a little bit, ready ready to get into the offseason. J.D., you ready for some offseason chatter? Uh,
0: Yeah, I am. I am. So, uh, you know, uh, here we are. <laughs> still with the champs. You see, I still got the balloons up and, you know, people still, I'm I'm still rocking the Chiefs everywhere I go, man. And the people are just looking at me wrong their eyes now. Because I'm wearing it, they're like, oh, Chiefs, I'm like, yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. Super Bowl champs. That's exactly who we are. That's mm-hmm. exactly who we are. So I'm not letting people forget it. I'm not okay. Then that's that's my job. This all season is to remind folks who the Super Bowl champs of Super Bowl 57 is. That's my job. So I'm ready for this all season though. Well, it's going to be some good stuff. Uh, Going in into uh, a good direction, I think, with our show. uh, getting guys on here, guys get to relax a little bit. We're going to get some guys. uh Andy takes taking the gag order off of guys so they can kind of get on here talk a little bit, uh, and, and we'll see what's going on. And it's going to be exciting also, too, just talking about, like, the draft class coming up and guys is going to be available and what we're going to do or speculate what Beach is going to do. and uh, So it's going to be a fun ride, fun yeah. ride. Uh, yeah. I, I love the in-season episodes, but the
1: off-season is always fun because, like, you know because every week during the regular season, storyline pretty much is you know what we saw last week and what we're seeing, what, what we're going to see against our matchup this week. And the offseason, we can kind of like you know, kind of we get to kind of put out the, the, the talking points, the kind of main things that we see as fit for this week. Like you know, for example, we franchise tag window opened up this week, and you know, we can kind of speculate on Orlando Brown stuff, and then also all the guests we're going to have on this offseason. So it's it's going to be it's going to be a good ride. I can't wait for this. Oh, yeah. Um okay so we're gonna get into the all uh, season talk here now uh we have a lot of good uh, topics for you guys today but I just want to remind you guys uh definitely go to uh, the chief concerns youtube channel subscribe and also all the listeners out there make sure you guys give us a review that also helps other people come see chief concerns as well the more reviews the more five stars uh, we'd, lo- we'd love to have you guys. Um, all right. So we're going to go into for our first topic here. So as I mentioned, the uh, 2023 franchise tag window is now open. A lot of guys are uh, up for uh, unrestricted free agents up for this tag. Um, And one guy is uh, Orlando Brown, our left tackle, um, who completely dominated in the playoffs uh, in the three games. Uh, and had 191 offensive snaps in the postseason. He committed only one penalty, I believe it was the the false start in the Super Bowl. Um, and uh, and allowed pro and allowed zero sacks, which is you know the, the big thing. Uh, I don't, I've seen the stack go around a little bit, I haven't seen the, the amount of pressures he had. Um, I, I, I that has not been added to it, but, but I think that goes against the narrative that uh, people want to keep where Leonard Brown around, but um, Prior to the 2022 season, we offered him a six-year $130 million, $139 million extension, which he declined, uh, betting on himself. Uh, in the tag last year, he earned $16.7 million, um, and a second straight tag would boost his salary to 120%. Uh, it would be a, a $20 million for this coming season if we were to tag him again. Uh, but sources, uh, according to uh, The Athletic's Nate Taylor, uh, all indications point that um he will not hit the open market, and ESPN's Jeff Darlington also said that the Chiefs uh, intend to get a long-term deal with um, with him. So, JD, what should the Chiefs do here with Orlando Brown?
0: Uh, well, look, man, I, you know, hats off to what he's he's done in the last three games, uh, and he 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 played uh, good football. He really did, and and uh, I noticed, you know, just his his ascension to getting better. You know, he was he was, he was was definitely uh, doing a great job at left tackle. Uh, he didn't really quite see a lot of the pressures and things like that that you've seen early on in, in the year. Uh, and i said this before, like, you know, sometimes when he came into the season, it was still trying to get acclimated from not going into training camp and all those different things and, you know, not being for the OT, all of that, right? And so it was going to take him some time to catch up. And I think he also fell behind because he had an injury, right? We didn't quite talk about that. That was his knee and his leg. Well, shoot! That affects a guy who is, you know, obviously having to kick step and stop these pass rushers, some of the best in the business. And so I think all he had all that going against him, right? And then, of course, the, the pressures of not signing long term contract is going to be signed next year, and I'm sure you heard a lot of that. You're not being, I was like, oh man, he's sucking right now, this and that. Uh, so I think, uh, in my estimation, uh, you know, you do franchise tagging. Okay. See where it goes. If you want to play this thing all over again, let's go ahead and, and, and do it. Let's go play uh, Russian roulette, see, what's, see what happens this all season, see if it goes into the same thing. That's a lot of money. That's a boatload of money. And I think the Chiefs may do that. I think that might be their, their option to keep him in house uh, just for what he played the last few weeks uh, of the season. And that's a, one thing too. It's like
1: um, I read earlier, like, and he had a great playoffs. Orlando Brown, amazing playoffs. But uh, I think it was Tom Pellicero on NFL Network was talking about how you know we have Wiley free agent, Orlando Brown free agent. Um, he wants top five money. Um, and, and you know I I think sometimes playoffs in a ring can change a lot of people's narratives and stuff. Um, and that helps. You know, that definitely helps his his side of trying to negotiate. But going into that Cincinnati AC championship game, Paul, Tom Pellicero said um that cincinnati thought that orlando brown jr was the weakest link on our offensive line which that says that tells you something you know and i'm not taking away against the way he played uh in the the playoffs obviously he he, he played amazing but like could you see no one thought at this point last year no one thought Tyreek hill was gone could you see us place a non-exclusive tag on him this year and if a team ma- if a team matches it and, and tries to trade matches the contract and then trades with a second or first for him did you see that i mean I, would, you, would is that something you, you could be you could see happen with Veach?
0: yeah absolutely i mean I, look everything is on the table to be honest with you i mean you, you know the thing is uh you know he's like you know he's okay have left tackle is a necessity okay it is an absolute necessity and so we know the guy that is protected, PM15, has to be a, a great guy. He's got to be a good football player, good left tackle, no doubt about it. And so you have to weigh like, hey, well, look, if this guy's leaving, do we have somebody to replace him? Do we have guys that we could get in? Is there guys in the draft that we could possibly get? And look, and I've said this, I, I just – I'd rather, you know, put money on a guy uh that has experience has played in the game played in the nfl uh that you're going to get to protect Patrick Mahomes. um that's just where i'm at i just i know how hard it is to get a left tackle and to see what he's going to make you know what he's going to be in the future and so sometimes when you're on the draft you don't quite know what you're going to get now we looked at a couple of guys you know on film that we kind of like and i think we kind of wearing hats of uh ohio state right we've seen two guys to the right the left tackle and the right tackle Paris Johnson and uh, Dewan Jones, I mean, you know, we're talking about two athletic guys that can probably come up here. And I, I would want somebody athletic like that, okay, to come up here to play. We're talking guys that's projecting them, you know, early first to like late first. And so that's what I would look to try to replace a guy like that, right? And we said maybe those guys are projects. Maybe those guys are something, the learning code, Coming into the NFL, do you want these guys, young guys, protecting Patrick Mahomes? Uh, but, yeah, like you said, the tag in itself, man, it's all open, man. It's all open. It's just it's, it's how football works. This is NFL. And so do you not want to put that type of money and somebody saying, hey, we, we want this guy? Fine. Right? They'll be able to let him go. Like you said, Tyreek Hill situation uh, proved that uh, nobody is bigger than the team. I, I think the one guy that you definitely need is PM15. That's who you build the team around. Okay? Yeah. Let's just be honest here. Uh, but you got to have guys in place that do a capable job of protecting it.
1: Yeah. No, I couldn't agree more. Um, and, and I think, um, and I've seen some people on Chiefs Kingdom Twitter, everyone wants to keep Wiley around. It's like, we drafted Kinar, who we had in our show, friend of the show. Um, and we also have guys like uh, Prince. Um, and we also still have Niang. And then, and that's, that's a luxury too. Let's say we do sign or leonard brown or give him a tag this year he stays in our team for one year we can take we can technically use that first round pick for anything i mean it's kind of a luxury right you can go get your you can go get your right right tack and have your stalwart right tackle for the rest of your for the next four four, four five years well so five years the fifth year option you could draft uh dewan jones you have your right tackle for the next five years boom you know that's a problem solved No, we don't have to think about that right. but you could go in a different way you know there's, there's so many things we can do and yeah i i think you're right i think Veach has shown that nothing is off the table with him. Obviously, you have Patrick Mahomes. That's obviously the one thing that's off the table. That that's never going anywhere. But like everything else, Orlando Brown, like yeah, great, great playoffs. But I, I remember all year long we had everyone complaining about the amount of pressures he was giving up. You know, right. so it's like, yeah, mid- three,
0: great three game stretch. Mid season, mid season, it was kind of iffy, right? People was like, oh no, we can't bring this guy back. You yeah. know, there were some things to me that was concerning too. Uh, you know, when some of his play. And I, like I said, I think I alluded to that earlier, just with maybe some of the injuries and stuff like that, we, you know, just kind of going through that whole process of getting to where he's at. And at the end of the year, he started playing a lot better game. especially mm-hmm. being a lot better left tackle. Uh, and so the thing is, will that continue? I think Wiley is a little bit more expendable than Brown. I really do. Like you said, we got a lot of depth uh, with Prince. We got, you know, Darren Kennard. I mean, you know, Niang is here, so we got guys, okay. And so, like you said, if if we want to say that first round pick, which I think more of, I need uh, is is D line. That's where I would go with it. That's 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 me, me personally, and my pick. Uh, I, th- I think to to me, that's what we have to address. So uh, I don't know, man. It's going to be one of those off seasons. It's, it's going to you always going to speculate what these things are going to look like, what it's going to be. Uh, I, I like to see maybe after how you know the combine goes, what they're talking about, where guys are being slotted, to kind of get in that conversation. And so you know, this offseason is going to be very, very, uh, 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 very exciting. Okay, it's going to be very exciting to see where everybody's doing.
1: Yeah, we have three weeks till free uh, agency opens up, so March fifteenth. So I, I'm I'm guessing, that based on what uh, Dor- Jeff Darlington reported, Nate Taylor reported. We want to keep him in house. We want a long term deal with them. We said this last year too. So by March fifteenth, we'll probably know if we're going to give him a franchise tag. By that point, we'll kind of that'll kind of set the the, the kind of the agenda right. for the rest of the off season. Sure. Um, so a lot to be seen, but it, it bodes well for him that we won a Super Bowl. He had no sacks allowed, and he's also really close to Patrick Mahomes. So all that kind of bodes well for him in the negotiation
0: process. And look, that's that's a great argument, right? And that, the thing is. Hey, P- PM 15, you know a guy's protected. It was a little bit different with Tyreek. Well, we gave him the ball to him, but we still have, you know, you know, capable viable receivers for Tyreek. People didn't know what it was going to look like. But I can tell you what, if you don't have a left tackle that's going to be able to protect PM 15, it's going to be a whole lot different. That's a whole different conversation altogether. Yeah. and
1: we, Every Chief fan saw Super Bowl 55 and knows that, you know, if we had Orlando, Orlando Brown, it probably would have been a little different. Absolutely. I think people forget that Wiley was one of the old linemen playing in that game. <laughs> for yeah. the people that for the people that want to pay Wiley a lot of money, I mean, he's going to get that money somewhere, and yeah. it's just that I just think that we have more needs where that money needs to go, and we have the depth to kind of provide what Wiley did. Um, at right. That right Listen, look, I, I like Wiley,
0: right? He, I think he, he he came in, he filled the void where we needed him, and he did a tremendous job with the need that we had for him. Okay? Mm. Thing is. NFL things change. And so, if you could get cool. Uh but so it is, man. It's how it works.
1: Yep. Yeah. Well, and, we, we, and 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 I think whether he gets the money here or not, I think that uh, some other team is going to pay him more than what we can that we can offer. So, he's probably going to go with the best offer and you know what we had him on a 2-year, $2 million deal. Like, I mean, he was making nothing. He was making peanuts with us. I mean, I was $2 million is a lot of money for for guys like me over here, but um, <laughs> but no, I mean he's gonna go get, make bank and deservedly so. He's he's just, he's a two-time Super Bowl champ.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: Okay, so we're gonna go to next topic, which we kind of alluded to uh, before the Super Bowl. Our guy E.B. um, After years of being Roc, two uh, Super Bowl t- trophies, and I think I read online that he's had some somewhere over fifteen head coach interviews. Eric uh, is gone, but unfortunately, not for a head coaching gig. Um, it's In large part, it was a lateral move, but with an assistant head coach title, which he did not have, uh, which I was surprised he didn't have that in Kansas City. Um, he'll be the Washington Commanders offensive Coordinator calling all the plays in charge of the full offense. It's going to be his show, and he's going to run it. Ronald Barrett is going to give him the keys. Um, he's going to do whatever he wants with it. Um, so... And that's one thing, you know, we talk about players betting on themselves. It appears that EB is betting on himself to go to Washington and kind of turn that offense around to show other NFL teams that he can run an offense and he can do this. Right. Cause I mean, obviously I guess people don't think he did that in Kansas city. Um, the sad part is, you had Matt Nagy, you had Doug Peterson, who came in Kansas City, got head coaching gigs. Didn't have to go to another place to be an offensive coordinator, but we'll get into that in this question here. But, um, J.D., what do you make of uh, uh, E.B.'s move uh, going from uh, Kansas City to Washington to be their offensive coordinator there?
0: Uh, You know what? <clears throat> First off, I, I just want to say I think it's atrocious that he actually has to go in and not being, uh, being uh, considered for the head coach, to be honest with you. Uh, that's where I'm at. I think it's 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 one of those things. What you see is is it's it's a shock and it's a shame uh, that somebody who who definitely has uh, all the records of what he's been able to achieve these past few years in Kansas City. Um, I mean, it, it, it's it's an absolute uh, disservice to him. It really is. Uh, I'm looking at, it, but so we're talking about you know. Offensive coordinator, he was 12-4, 12-4, 14-2, 11-5, 14-3, right? That's where he was. And so with somebody that you're looking at that have something that, of that caliber, why would you not want to hire those guys as your head coach? I just, to me, the life of me doesn't make any sense. So to me, this move in itself, I don't think it was necessary, but to, he feels like it's necessary. And look, I wish EB nothing but the best, right? I love EB. Uh, he's a solid guy. You know they talk about things, all oh, what happened 20 years ago, this and that, blah blah blah. Well, look, if you look at some of these coaches and look at some of the things that they've done in the past, uh some things might shock you. I'm just gonna be honest with you, okay? So we can keep saying these different things, and why is not being hired and keep they said moving to goalposts and saying these things like that. EB is qualified, okay, to be head coach, no doubt in the NFL. Uh, and the thing is, I've said this if you don't want to hire. Just say why. Be, be honest up front and say why it is that you're not hiring. Don't say, oh, he's not the right guy for us. Tell it what it is, why you didn't hire this guy. Just be up front. If it's that and in the past, say that, okay? Don't, don't make it where, you know, you're keeping it close to you. We want. No, divulge everything, all right? Why not? If you ain't got anything to hide, just say it, okay? So uh, that's what I say about that, E.B., so goes to the commanders. They're going to, have to get some more pieces. They're going to, have to get a quarterback. And hopefully, and I think they will be getting a guy who's going to be able to help them out. And I think to him, he's just like, look, you know what? Dad got it. I got to go through these hoops. I got to jump over all these hedges. I got to do all these different things, right, to prove my worth. To prove my worth. who it is and who I am. And so he can go to a team that is, you know, is not as good as Kansas City. And he could make them a contender. In Washington, they got a great defense. They got some pieces out there on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, he's going to make them better. He is. He's going to make them better. And so it's a shame that you had to go and say, oh, I, I got to go from underneath this guy right here to get any type of credibility. Uh, Matt Nagy didn't have to do it. Uh, Doug Peterson didn't have to do it. Uh, it Brad Chook, none of these guys else had to do those things. You had guys that left here. Went somewhere else was getting considered for head coaching jobs so uh nothing but the the best for EB nothing but the best that's where I'm at man uh but it's it's a shame just having to deal with this man uh, just to me it's just it's ridiculous uh and it's just beyond belief
1: i think what, what what's crazy about this is it's like okay he goes over there right he makes them this he makes their because their offense last year the quarterback situation was a, was a big was a, had a big problem in their offense. I mean, living in this area, I, I had to hear about all this stuff all the time, all the complaints they had. So he's got he's got a lot to to do there. All its line needs work, but that team has skill players. They have uh, Dotson, uh, McLaurin, uh, Curtis Samuel, um, and the running back situation. You got Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson. Um, Logan Thomas at tight end. They have they have a lot of great weapons on that team. They didn't figure out the quarterback situation. I know. Um, I think Rivera said they want Sam Howell to be the guy going into next year. I can't. I, I mean, now that was before they signed Eb. So now with Eb, there we'll see what happens with that quarterback situation. I think I even heard a rumor today: Lamar Jackson potentially uh, just going down the Beltway, just going right to to, to Washington. If that that that, that could happen, um, which that would be interesting. That'd be a great move for uh, the Washington. Well, my question my, my thing is it's like he goes there he makes his team a better office than they were last year flip yeah. side but flip side of that let's say he goes there their office looks the same that's why I say he's betting on himself because if that office doesn't if a office doesn't change or it's it's about the same as it was last year then what happens is is he be never going to get a head coaching position i mean it's that's that's it's an unfair thing to make a guy have to do when he's already proven so much already as an offensive coordinator because if you look at his like his resume
0: yeah. that's
1: a that's a better resume than any other offensive coordinator that's ever gone for any head coaching position ever
0: yeah it's not even close It's it just not and so we we sit there and we looked at both coordinators from the loser team from uh from the eagles get hired as head coaches that, that to me is just, it's, it's crazy. It's maddening. So what can it be? Really, I and mean, I'm sitting there saying, like, when the guy has, it has to do with this, he has to deal with all of these things. Like, man, what 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 I have to say and do to make it that I'm enough? What is it? Why not even just take a chance on me? I just, I don't know, man. I'm perplexed, but I think it needs to be some answers. Yeah. I know Andy was, you know, a couple of years ago, he was like, well, I want to go and explore why he's not getting hired. Well, Andy, what'd you find out? <laughs> right? What'd you find out? We didn't hear anything, did you? I didn't. I didn't hear any. I didn't get any answers. So all this mystery why he's not getting hired. What is it? So that's where I'm at with this thing, man. To me, I just think it's it's just it's outlandish. I really do. It's crazy. It's just shocking, and it just seems like there's always this hurdle, you know, that guys had to go over. But especially Eb. So I don't know if it's just if they try to just put it on him, you know, because Eb is not a good this and that. Forget all that, man. Come on.
1: Well, he's putting. I, I will say this for everyone who's saying, "Oh, it's uh, it's Andy. Andy ran the show." And, and look at, look at all the, look at all the guys who came from Andy's trio. Okay, Doug Peterson, for example. He he, he left Andy's shadow, won a Super Bowl, Chicago. And I know Matt Nagy gets a lot of flack for what he did in Chicago. Not okay, they had a good defense, but they made the playoffs. That team that Chicago's put on the field last two or this past year without Nagy there. That's a. I think they made playoffs twice in the four years he was there. Yeah. It's better than what the product they had this past year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I he, so he, but here's the thing though. So Washington, it has good offices here. They they look great. But what happens now? He goes to he goes to a head coaching uh, interview. He doesn't get a job. Then what? Then what? Then what is it? Then if it's not the Andy Shadow BS anymore, then what is it? Because he he's he's pr- he's honestly going to put a lot of owners' feet to the fire this offseason with all that speculation of the whole Andy in Sh- Andy Shadow. Well, he wasn't Andy Shadow, and he ran that offense and they in the Washington Commanders had a good office this past year, then, then what is it then?
0: Told you, man, I just need some answers. We need some straightforward answers. How about that? Just say why you didn't hire the guy, okay? What did you not like? Need to have an owner step up and say why he's they're not hiring him, period. Okay? Because we can speculate all we want. And I think now, because it's been such a, a big deal, a big topic in the NFL, that you really can't, you, you know, you can't just sweep this under the rug. It won't go away. Mm-hmm. Dress it. Address why. Okay. Put it all to bed. You ain't got no problem with it. And say, hey, look, man, we didn't like the guy because of this. Uh we felt like going in a different direction. Fine. Why'd you go in a different direction? What did this guy have that the Andy, you know, the E B didn't have? That's that's what I'm waiting on now. Other than that, um, I could I could care less what the owners have to say. Seriously, unless you're not coming with some type of truth or some, you know, some reasoning. Yeah, you know, I think it's, it's just like I said, it's a travesty.
1: Yeah, and I think uh, when people look at like Andy's OCs, the guys who got jobs shortly after their stint with uh, under Andy, uh, the one I, the one I pointed to this week on, on our Twitter account, um, if you look at so Doug Peterson from 2013 to 2015 was our offensive coordinator. In that time, we had a passing game coordinator, in Brad Childress, who was a former Vikings head coach. So not only that, we had we had Andy Reid, we had Brad Childress, and we had Doug Peterson. People want to say that oh, it hasn't been Eb. It's all been it's it's just been uh, Pat. It's been uh, Andy over the last few years, okay. But Doug Peterson had Andy. he had Brad Childers. But yeah, that didn't stop the Eagles from hiring him.
0: Right. Yeah. So I mean, you're not going to use that. That's not you know that'd be the BS you know excuse. So it can't be that. Like I said, man, I, I'm just hey, nothing's going to satisfy me until actually hearing from the honest mouth what the reason is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting. I, I'm, you know, being in the Washington area, I'm going to be, have my eyes on what's going on with the uh, EB and, and the commanders. And I, I hope they find a quarter. I hope they find a quarterback. And I hope we can see what actually, what, what EB can do uh with an offense without the whole BS, Andy. And that's the thing too. It's like, yeah, Andy's a great offensive of mind, And like you said, you've been, in, you've been in uh, uh, different offenses where it's, it's a collaborative effort, but people hold too much stock in this whole, Oh, Andy, Andy's called Andy's run the show there. Right, And then you obviously have the Sean McCoy going on at his show and saying what he said, continuing to say this stuff about, about EB again. And then it, it was nice to see every, pretty much every former chief player come to uh, EB's defense on Twitter uh, this past week to, uh, to this, to, to sway against uh, Shady McCoy's comments about EB.
0: Yeah, man. I, you know, I don't, I don't really have any much else to say seriously about that. So, you know, Shiger, you know, he's gonna be here. That's shady, gonna be shady, like I said, that's, that's who he's gonna be. So, he has his opinion about it. But if you have a overwhelming support of AEB from other players, uh, I think that speaks volumes. So, yeah, 100%.
1: Yeah, I think most people said sour grapes from uh, shady McCoy because uh, I think Tyreek Hill said it. It was uh, it, it, he wanted him to uh, t- tuck the ball, uh, and uh, he didn't want him to, sw- to swing the ball around, and uh, that's why uh, shady's got a uh, shady uh, has a uh. <laughs> So Sour grapes,
0: right, right. Sour grapes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: But well, wishing E B be the best of luck. And we 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 wish it didn't have to come to this. Um
0: 100 percent 100 percent
1: And also to the NFC team, we we, we we can root for an NFC team. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Um okay, so uh the next topic here, we kind of mentioned you know, March 15th when the, the new league year starts, people can sign with wh- whoever. Uh, and for the second straight offseason, wide receiver is one of those positions that we may have to take a deeper look at. Um, so Nicole Hardman, Juju Smith-Schuster, Justin Watson, all three agents. Um, the only guys that are returning from our active roster, Sky Moore, Justin Ross, Kadarius, Tony, MVS. Um, and the only return, wide receivers. It's honestly, pretty much our uh, uh, AFC championship game uh, roster. Well, actually it was even worse. We wouldn't even have Tony in that. <laughs> <win> that. Um <laughs> Okay, so since the Super Bowl, we've seen a lot of guys go on Twitter and you know, uh, applaud the, 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 the Chiefs. Um, Keenan Allen, Chargers, uh, receiver, DeAndre Hopkins, applaud uh, Mahomes and the Chiefs. Um, so rumors with Keenan Allen, Chargers, are I think are over uh, or 20, 22 to 22 million dollars over uh, caps uh, right now. Um, so by cutting Keenan Allen, it would take away 20 million dollars from that because he's owed a lot of money this coming uh, this coming year. Uh, deandre hopkins is a potential guy that they want to trade in arizona um and even since then today robert woods was cut uh from tennessee uh, to help them get under the cap Um, then you also have different rumors of michael thomas another guy who's been thrown around there uh, as a guy who could potentially be cut um so jd where do you want us to go uh as far as receiver of all these guys are being named right now um if you could have a choice of one of these guys realistically and i know you and I, we want to go with DeAndre Hopkins right, right away, but uh, that, that might be a second or third, It might be a high draft pick, which I don't think we, I could see us doing. Um, and he also wants a new contract, too. So right now, we're not we, – we're we, we, you know, we'll is with that money. But if you could realistically go out and get a receiver um, of these guys I named, um,
0: how, wh- wh- where would you go um, for receiver? I mean, realistically, yeah, you said it, hop. That's who I would want, too. Would <laughs> I'm like, hey, DeHop, before you even name anybody else DeHop. <laughs> That's what I'm going for. So yeah, I, I you know, like you said, will it, it, he'll have to he'll cost draft picks, no doubt about it. But D Hop is is such a talent. He's such a talent. He can he can do it all. And when you got a guy that can catch, run, and you know, do what he can do athletically, man, then it makes it easier. It makes it easier. So he's 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 just filthy out there on the football field, man. I'm just a D Hop fan, man, because of the way he plays. Uh, But if I had to go for the second combination of that, right, Keenan Allen, I think, is is one of those guys you would be looking for top dollar, like you said. Um, You know, he was hurt last year uh, significantly, I guess, with the hamstring and whatnot. Okay. Uh, but Robert Woods. Robert Woods is a guy that would actually fit in this offense, right? I mean, I know he had an ACL tear, uh, but, you know, I didn't watch a whole lot of him this past year, and I really don't know what his numbers are. But it's saying, like, the fit for the offense, Robert Woods would be that guy. He could be a guy that we could definitely utilize. Um, uh, I know he's long in the tooth, but he's a guy of veteran presence. You can come here, you get him on a two-year deal. you ain't gonna cost you a whole lot of money, right? Um, uh, and so he he is without a doubt a guy that could fit into this offense. And so if we're just talking about, you know, how a guy uh is pretty much motive for what we do offensively, he is more of that guy. Now, Michael Thomas, you know, we have we've known over the past what he's been able to do has been phenomenal. But the injury bug has hit him, too. So I, I don't know if his 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 days, his best days are beyond him now. Right. It's past it. So. I don't know as far as like how that would work, what that would look like, but I'm sure beach is going to make something happen. Uh, the the guys you said on the on the field that we got right now, it's good. That's a good mix of guys. I like Sky Moore. Sky Moore got a lot better. MVS was clutch when he came down when he needed it, right? Darius Tony's an exciting guy. We needed a fast, twitchy guy. He is that guy, right? Justin Watson is a guy that can take the top out the defense and need to right. receive him. Just Justin Watson's free agent. He,
1: he's one of the free agents.
0: Oh, he's a free agent? Okay. Well, okay, but, just well. Nicole Juju and Justin Watson are free agents. Okay. All right. Well, though just those, well, MVS, Sky Moore, Darius Tony. Those three in itself, it's good. That's a good good guy to have right good placement so i think man if, if you go with one or two guys in free agency Pat's gonna get them the ball shoot you got three guys already understand what the offense is all about so they got some great rapport with it um that to me is 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 a good it's a good group you got three guys in a good group we got young guys too they're still still firing away still firing away so you know my man uh you know uh what's the name of um uh, Clemson, uh, Justin Ross, Justin Ross, man, Justin, man, you know what I'm saying? So, still got him and and I got no, uh, I was talking about not just uh, Justin Ross, uh, oh, a uh, Cornell Powell, Cornell Powell, right? Hard worker, hard worker, solid guy, they know him. So, these are guys that are always going to come in and they're going to they're going to give up what they need to give up, you know, to come out here and play. So, Justin Ross, we don't know how that's going to look, right? How did this whole situation of being out this entire year. How's he going? How's he going to operate? So, uh, I, I like offensively the the, the wide receiver room.
1: Yeah, I mean Justin Ross is a big name. Everyone keeps throwing it out there because we don't know what we have in him. He could be a special. That was the thing. A lot of teams didn't want to take the chance on him and having him sit out the whole year. But well, we did do that, and so we'll see what happens with with uh, with that. Um, it'll be fun to watch. I Me, mean, he's he's an he's an amazing talent who's battled a lot of adversity.
0: Um, I I hope we put some more uh, gadgets in him, you know, like a machine, added some parts, and he'll also come out like Megatron. You know, that's what I'm looking for. So... (laughs) (laughs) up
1: got a souped-up speed racing car? Yes,
0: sir. Yes, sir.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, you made some good points. Uh, Robert Woods, uh, I think, would would fit great on the offense. Uh, I think it would be cool to have if we were able to sign Juju back and also be able to get Robert Woods. I think those are two... I feasibly, I think we, both that we could probably get both those guys. I, I think we end up going to get DeAndre Hopkins wants well, a new deal, a new contract. He and Allen's going to probably want some top dollar. I think yeah. those guys, if we do go with us, it probably, it. we go one of those guys and that's it. But the way we've been kind of constructing the offense, we'll probably maybe try to get maybe two or three guys who can, you know, who could play, you know, like a Robert Woods and Juju types. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it would be, be interesting. Uh, when you talk about DeAndre Hopkins in our offense, what does he bring to our offense? How does he because we've never really had a guy like him in the in that in the Mahomes era? So, like, what would he bring to the Andy Reid offense? Oh man.
0: I mean, the same thing he'd bring to any offense, right? I mean, just the ranginess, the athleticism, you know, be able to catch any ball that's thrown to him, right? Seriously. I mean, that, that's that's what that's who DeAndre Hopkins is. I mean, we had to talk about one of the most spectacular wide receivers that we've seen in the last you know, too. I don't know how long he's been playing. How, how long do you have been playing? Uh, he's 30 He's thirty years old, so I – So I almost see. 10 years. I mean, seriously, he's been the most exciting guy, you know, for the past five or six, easy wide receiver-wise, right? And so, you know, when he's out there, the dreads is slanging around and stuff like that, man, he's just making it look easy, okay? And so when you have a, a, a security blanket like that, it makes everybody else's job easier, right? Because now it's like, oh, we got to stop this guy. And guess what? You ain't going to just stop him. Ain't no way. Just hope to contain him. So, that's what he brings to Andy Reid's offense. In any offense, you're going to have a guy that is one of the best wide receivers that we've seen in, in the last few years.
1: Yeah, and, and he's been pretty healthy for the most part. I mean, outside of his absence this past year with the old the PED stuff, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's pretty much it.
0: That's it, man. We got, and we got a guy that's going to be able to get the ball to him. Yeah. True.
1: Now, he, he definitely provided a different spark to the offense. Yeah, I was looking at it. so Keenan Allen, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, and Robert Woods are all the same age. They're all thirty. So I mean, you're, you're you're getting you're getting a veteran type guy with with any of those types of guys you bring in. Um, yeah, I I think realistically, I think Robert Woods would be a great signing for us. Um, I think I think the fact that you know he you know we talk about Veach being a, being a bargain bin shopper, I think that that's the type of guy he he would go for. It's definitely something he would go for. He's not going to pay top dollar. He doesn't have to trade any draft picks for him. He can pick him up and hopefully he pays on the an incentive-based type deal, like a Carlos Dunlap type, type deal.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, look, this guy, he's got good hands, man. He's got good quickness. I mean, I I like his game. And so, like I said, as far as like what we require for for wide receivers to do in this offense and getting open and finding windows and stuff, he can, he can do that. That's one thing you can definitely do. So
1: Yeah. I looked, I saw a next gen stat, uh, yeah, apparently, based on his uh, numbers last year, I, I mean, looking at his numbers, they, they weren't good. I mean, I, the quarterback situation there was kind of tough. Um, but as far as his get
0: open rate, was amongst top tier in the league last year. Yeah, he just ain't not nobody getting the ball. I don't care how good they tell you Hill is. So, <laughs> <laughs> Hill's not P.M. 15, okay? Let's just be real here and close,
1: and and, and if I, if all those tweets that we see from receivers tweet about Patrick Mahomes, I think yeah we we may not say dynasty yet with the two uh, two Super Bowl wins, but I think we're now at the point which we talked about a couple of years ago with me, you, and E. We're at the point now. Now guys are going to want to come to LeBron effect. They're going to want to come for the smaller amount of money. Whereas we thought that was going to happen two years ago, but I think now I think after two rings, I think now we're going to start to see what we talked about two years ago. Yeah, shoot, I, I couldn't even
0: see how you couldn't do it then. I know. But hey, I don't know, man. This and, and and I think what they learned, a lot of people around the league learned, is that there's no egos in, in you know, within the organization. If, like nobody's bigger than anybody, you know what I'm saying? They seen how everybody was just kind of gelling together. It's like, why do we why would we not want to go there? Mm. I'm leaving this, this spot over here and everybody ain't on the same page, then like everybody's wanting to win, you know. D hop, that's to, to me, he'd be like, hey man, I want to go win me a championship. Okay. Let me go over here, go do it. So to me, I, I just, it, it just makes sense. Keenan Allen, he didn't get he didn't got his head beat in enough times by the Chiefs that he know, like, dang on, I, I want to go to the winning side. I want to go to the winning side. Right. Can't so, beat him, join him. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. And, and the
1: one thing I, I know a lot of people say, oh, a beach is not going to want to trade, you know, for a guy like Hopkins or whatever. AJ Brown was on a podcast and I just saw this before he came on. And he said that, um, that, that day that the Eagles ended up trading for him, um, the 49ers and the chiefs also had inquired about him, which is interesting because we thought, I mean, we made a Tyreek Hill trade. Obviously we made a trade and we were able to get all these, uh, all these guys who helped us win a super bowl. But like, I mean, there was potential that we would have just ended up swapping all the draft picks we got, some of the draft picks we got, to go get A.J. Brown, which I mean, would, have been, would have been interesting to see in our offense. But it shows you that Veach, everything's on the table for him.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I, I think, you know, with that, he he has – there's a lot of input from Andy as far as, like, look, it's, this is what we're looking for in a guy. And so, I mean, A.J. Brown's the guy to, you know, take the top off the defense, throw deep balls. That's what you're looking for for him. Right, mm-hmm. or he's suited for that type of offense, uh, and so they's like, ah, we don't quite need this guy. This is the guy we need. He fits. The, he fits the bill, so we can take a guy like that, like Juju, start guy, play inside and out. We can take him. He fits the bill. Robert Woods, perfect. Like, hey, we can take this guy. He gets open. He fits the bill. So I think that's why they was talking about, you know, uh, what's the name of Kevin here? Uh, Obj, you're trying to get over here, right? They was trying to say that, hey, but he's just, hey just just a little bit too much too much thing you know as far as like the knee injuries aCL two of them i just hey fine see you go you know you can do without that uh but yeah man too yeah it's
1: good it's gonna be interesting i i think that and again i i, I pointed the questions about having looking at the receivers online and chief fans just don't think we need receivers and it's like you can't we can't go in the situation. Where we are the AFC championship game, and we have just Marcus Kent trotting out there, and I know Kemp stepped up great, and that that you know he's an NFL player, the guy the guy can play, but like we need we, we, we need guys. We can't just roll out you know the same old same old every year. You got you mean, you kind of get, you got you got to grow and kind of get get better and try to find ways to you know repeat again. You know, Wait, so I
0: mean, but you, you want you want consistency. I, I got that consistency and the continuity. You you want those saves. I think if you get a guy here and say, hey, look, we're looking for the future for you to be here for a couple of years, right? Like MBS, absolutely makes sense, right? So go get a couple guys, okay? Two guys ain't going to break the bank, and if there's one that's going to break the bank, make sure you get (laughs) D-hopped. Right. (laughs) Also, we could –
1: what I've read, we could uh, cut MBS and save about $13 million. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Uh, that uh, beach is going to have some uh, some decisions to make here.
0: Yeah.
1: It's <laughs> going to be interesting,
0: man. I told you this obviously is going to be interesting. So,
1: yeah, and it even gets more interesting. So, JD, our final topic tonight. Um, so, running back Pacheco came on strong at the end of the season. Jarek McKinnon was amazing all year. Um, so, you wouldn't think running back would be something that we would look at. But with the Giants, might be using their franchise tag on Daniel Jones or speculation that Saquon Barkley will be hitting the open market. And according to Vegas odds, the Kansas City Chiefs our number fourth highest odds to get Saquon Barkley. Yeah. Uh, highest odds, were um, it went Bears, Bills, Broncos, Chiefs. Wow. I was not expecting to see our name top four uh, with Saquon Barkley. I love Saquon Barkley. I think it would be amazing to have him, but what do you make of these odds? Are you kind of perplexed by us being that high to get Saquon Barkley?
0: I mean, they, I guess they just got to put him in there uh, because that's a valuable place for him to go to win the Super Bowl, right? And so if you're thinking that, I just don't think we run the football enough. I mean, seriously, we don't. Offense is just not predicated on uh, the running back. So him coming here, yeah, he'd love to come here, but then you had to change the offense about, okay, this is what we want it to be. Um, Are they willing to do that? I don't know. I don't know. But did a great job. Uh, There'll be guys on, you know, free agency, maybe some guys in the draft. Uh, But I like, I like what Pacheco was doing. And I said this. I said, if Pacheco puts out another 10 pounds, okay, he could be the bell cow back that we need. I really believe that. And as long as he don't lose any speed, uh, he runs hard, another 10 pounds to protect that body, shoot, come on. And then, you know, Jed is a no-brainer here, you know, keeping McKinnon, you know what I'm saying? And so, you know, we have the same thing with, you know, if C.E.H. is another guy that we keep here, so, so be it. But – I, I just Saquon Barkley. That, it's just a name that people that oh man, I, I love to hate. Okay, but hey man, Nah. I'm yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm good. I'm good.
1: Yeah, I, I'm with you. And this is a year that it's a it's a it's a great draft class as far as running backs. It's great for agency class as far as running backs. Um, yeah. And there's a chance that Saquon might not get what he wants. So the, the some of the theories I've seen behind that where Saquon doesn't get doesn't see because with the free agency class the running back class he doesn't see that there's going to get a lot of money in the open market. He signs a one year deal with Kansas City, an incentive based deal. He potentially gets a ring and then next year he hits the open market. I I mean that that's that's a plausible thing. But what you said like they that offense that he runs not really that's not his type of, uh, his cup of tea.
0: Oh man, we need to see how how much the ball is sling around. He was like, man, what the heck did I walk into? Right. So I, I and. If you have a guy like that here, then you got to dedicate running the football twenty-five times a game at the minimum. You know, twenty and he to shoot. He's an exciting player. Should I love to have him too? I just think that's just we could use utilize that money elsewhere doing different things, uh, and that's not quite what we do. So, but I mean, it's, it's good to 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 wonder, right? It's good to wonder.
1: 100%. Who knows?
0: Hey, who knows? V that What? Hey, who, who knows? All right, I just hey. They they always say Vegas knows, so I mean, yeah, hey, I, I know it. Vegas is throwing. I think they just throwing some things out there for people to just bite into. Chiefs, Oh my gosh! Are people just gonna go crazy. It's true. Yeah. Hey, if it's, if it's if it's something that's legit, I don't know how legit it is. You know. Oh, Chiefs is fourth. Okay, I doubt if the Chiefs is really talking against Saquon here. If they are, I man. I'd be shocked.
1: Yeah, it, it would be a huge. I mean, I, I wouldn't see this coming at all. I mean, I didn't see a Tyreek Hill thing coming, but I think this would even be more of a surprise for me if we, if we were to go get. I mean, because Pacheco was, was wheeling a deal in that Super Bowl. And I look at the end of the game, he logged 13 carries. I was like, what? I thought he had like 20 carries.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, hey, uh, the Saquon come here. It has to be 20, 25 minimal. That's what it's had to be, right? But here's the thing, though. You got such a, a a great quarterback, you know. Then you have teams have to definitely play Giannis, right? Yeah. Yeah, it just hey, ain't no more dropping seven back. Do it with Saquon to see what happens. You watch. So that's that's true. Yeah, I that,
1: I didn't think about that. Yeah, he'll definitely get opportunities he hasn't seen since he's been in the league in that in that quarterback situation. He's
0: had. That's a daggone, that's a that's the truth. So, <laughs> they can catch the ball too at the backfield. So. Yeah.
1: Oof, man i mean just just thinking about it it would be fun but i mean i think it's more of just uh, vegas is just trying to get us to, to dream about something that's not going to happen
0: right right
1: so <laughs> but all right well that does it for us guys thanks for tuning in the chief concerns presented by bet online we'll see you guys next week as we continue to explore the off and maybe we'll get it, we'll have a guest on but we will have a guest on at some point and you know, we'll have many guests on at this off season so we're excited to uh we're excited to hit the off season, man I, mean, I i love the off season the best time of the year man
0: oh yeah Oh, yeah. (laughs) Chill mode, baby. Let's go. All right, guys. We'll see you guys next time.
1: Hi, everybody. Thanks for watching. Subscribe here to get the latest from the show. Also, be sure to check out the best clips from Chief Concerns. And if you prefer to listen to the show, subscribe and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your
0: podcasts. Thank you for listening to Believe.